Let the conversation continue with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Ryan, I know you're a de facto, uh, maybe phony Jets fan, more of an Aaron Rodgers fan, but the Jets became your team for a little bit until the first drive of the regular season, and then they no yeah. longer were. By the way, you're at home right now. Do you have your Jets light with you, and is it lit up? I do, yeah, and it actually is on right now. The Jets lamp is on. I'm not going to turn the computer around. That would be a whole ordeal right now, but uh, the Jets lamp is on. The Green Bay Packer lamp is on. Both lamps are on. My wife actually told me once the Super Bowl is over that the lamps have to come down. She feels like I live in a frat house, and I do as I look in my own computer screen seeing Aaron Rodgers' fat head behind me. So uh, she might be right. She might be on to something. So I might have to. Open that was the I, yeah. I might have to. I might have to. That was the, yeah. That was the next thing I was going to bring up is that you've got the Aaron Rodgers fat head right behind you and something else. What is that like a Packers something Packers? It's like a Christmas thing or something. It looks weird. I can't tell what it is. I don't know. My mom bought this. It says welcome ish. <laughs> kind of depends on who you root for. So uh, we got that. We got we got the old pigskin. If somebody wants to run a quick slant across the middle, really quick. There you go. You know, hit them during the show. <laughs> You know, maybe Trista will show up for hour number three. Yo, T. Yo, run a post. <laughs> Keep running. Keep running. Uh, oh, I, I would set I would set those odds at uh, thirty-five to one if that's the case. You know, it's funny. We don't have you and I both are like we don't we don't do the show a lot from home. We have the studio in DC that we always go to, but you know, getting a couple days yeah. at, at home here is kind of nice. What is the most random thing that you have? that's in your house that's like sports related or like backdrop related or anything right now. It doesn't even have to be like a collectible sports thing. Cause I can tell you what I have and it's going to freak yeah. people out if I go and grab it. And besides obviously the, the fake movie jerseys that I have here. I mean, I have some weird stuff, man. Like, are you talking like memorabilia or could this be like a, no, random, or just like, like you know what here, you know what? Like, I have here. a, hold on, get the camera, I have a Morgan Burnett, get the jersey. camera on Horvat like, for that's a second. Pretty random. Okay. Get the camera on Horvat. I'll show you what I got. That's weird. Watch yeah. this. All right. While Nick's gone, let me tell you guys all about the BetQL network, right? You wake up in the morning, it's 5.30 a.m., you can't sleep, anxiety's kicking in. You're like, I gotta get my bets in. I got a busy day. You check out the Daily Tip. One team, one dream. Michael Jenkins, Chelsea instead. Is that cardboard cut out of yourself? It's a... So this is a cardboard cutout of me that during the pandemic they put at Capital One Arena for Wizards and Caps games because people weren't yeah. allowed to go there. So I got a cardboard cutout of it, and when it was done, they gave it to me. So maybe if you start talking about the lineup too much on this network and doing that, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to have my, uh, my, uh, my replacement fill in, and you'll never yeah. know whether I'm actually here. See, I can miss the show, but you won't know whether I'm gone or not. Because I'm still right here, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How are yeah. you? The Packers. Yeah. I like the Packers. See? Yeah. It's like weekend at Bernie's, except for Bernie, like, you know, he was dead. You're just a cardboard cutout. I like that. Exactly. I like that. Exactly. You know, I honestly, I don't know what to do with this. It's just sitting up here, like, in the home studio. And I've thought about yeah. going to, like, neighbors' houses in the neighborhood and just yeah. putting it in, like, their windows and scaring them. Like, I'm I got some it. weird stuff. Like... I have a I have a book like about my own grandfather here. See, this one is this here's one that everybody That's in management cool. should read. Gordy Gillespie, coach the kid at the end of the bench, right? Yeah, here's a I good like one that. for for all. Yeah, if I'm a boss of a company, I'm reading that. What am What did the Gord do? I don't know. He just won the national title every year. Here's another Gordy. We got the team. 
Another uh, Gordy Gillespie book. Anyway, we got a Morgan Burnett jersey. We got a Jordy Nelson jersey. We got a Gary yeah. Ellerson. We have a Tony oh, Kukoc. Should I just should I throw on my Kukoc jersey for the rest of the show? I think so. You know what? Why not? How about this? You can throw on a Kukoc jersey. I have. I will throw on a random NBA jersey too. I got a bunch hanging over there. During the break, we'll each choose a random NBA jersey and we'll wear All that. Right. So anybody watching us on Twitch and YouTube, see, this is why we should be at the home studios more because yeah. we got a bunch of fun stuff that we can do this stuff with. So we'll I do like that. that. I got every, a bunch. I, yeah, we'll do that. Every segment, it should be like it should be like the uh, Usher. It should be like Nicki Minaj halftime, right? Every segment, yeah, we come out in a new. We come out in a I'll new do that. uniform, a new outfit. Just wait. I, like I got it. a. I've got enough. I got enough NBA jerseys over there for the rest of the show, and that doesn't even include the fake Nate. Like I've got the Bobby Boucher jersey and the Shane Falco jersey. I got a Ricky Vaughn that's off camera, so those are there. I've got other fake jerseys that I could also wear, but I got the real thing too. I got some random ones, so we'll, we're gonna do that. Random jerseys, but all right. I promise the Jets. I know you want to talk about this, so we'll get to this. I do. I do. Jay, the, the athletic. The oh, you may not want to do that cheer anymore, my friend. After what we saw today oh, from I, the athletic, so the athletic Diana Rossini and uh Zach Rosenblatt long story today, all about the Jets and what went on during the season, specifically after Aaron Rodgers went down. Which, look, it's going to suck the life out of a building. I don't think anybody's going to say anything other than that. But here's some of the big things that stood out just to give the main details because we can't go through the whole thing, obviously. Aaron Rodgers ran the show there. Nobody should be surprised by that. Where essentially, they looked at him as the guy that was the GM making the decisions, which we saw because a lot of former Packers were there. Nathaniel Hackett got absolutely destroyed in this thing. Uh, they said basically he was looked at as a frat brother to run the offense there. It seemed like Aaron Rodgers was in charge most of the time, which honestly with the play calling, I think it's probably a better decision to have Aaron Rodgers be the one that's actually doing that. Multiple coaches described Hackett as, quote, lacking in attention to detail. Kind of hard to be in charge of anything when you don't pay attention to detail. That's kind of important. And essentially you are got a guy that's coming off of that failed time in Denver. He was a joke. And then you look at him and say, now he wasn't really prepared. Uh, it was, it sounds like it was an utter disaster here across the board Robert Sala turned uh, Rogers absence into a rationalization no one wins when their star quarterback gets hurt but really they use it they people saw it as a justification for bad results so all it sounds like is very simple an absolutely toxic work environment across the board that I can't imagine gets any better next year unless Aaron Rodgers looks like Pro Bowl maybe MVP Aaron Rodgers from a couple of seasons ago because you know what happens when you win Ryan, it masks all the deficiencies. Yeah. And this might be something that we might have to clip for social media because I'll I'll always be a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Some would call me maybe the president, vice president of the Aaron Rodgers fan club, a little bit of an Aaron Rodgers apologist. But the Green Bay Packers and Brian Gutekinds were right. They were right to cut ties with Aaron Rodgers. If you look at the return they got back for Aaron Rodgers, I mean, it should have been two first-round picks. All he needed to do was play 60% of his snaps, and unfortunately, he didn't make it into the second drive of the season. And I love Rodgers, and I hope it works out in New York. I hope he bounces back, he comes back, wins comeback player of the year, wins an MVP, maybe wins another Super Bowl. But behind that offensive line and that organization with that coaching staff, I don't see it happening. And, dude, we talked about this. When Denver made the hire for Nathaniel Hackett, 
I was like, what does Nathaniel Hackett do well? Because Matt LaFleur calls the plays. And I'm not saying to be a successful head coach when you're an offensive coordinator, you need to be a play caller. But I'm like, what does Nathaniel Hackett bring to the table? And all the stories were, well, he likes Austin Powers. And during film study, he shows Austin Powers clips and makes things fun. And I'm like, okay, but what's his scheme? What does he do well? Well, he loves gold. He doesn't call it the red zone, Nick, or the green zone. He calls it the gold zone because he likes Austin Powers so much, and his favorite one is the one with gold member, and, and that's what he brings to the table. He likes, And I'm like, okay, so he's a buddy. He's Aaron Rodgers' gopher. He's, he's to Aaron Rodgers what Jack Haley was to Dennis Rodman, RIP Jack Haley, of course. Like, he was a member of the Chicago Bulls, the 13th or 14th man, sat in his suit, played one game per season, and made sure that Dennis didn't get in trouble. And like Nathaniel Hackett, he got this job. He got the Denver job because Denver thought they had a legitimate shot to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Didn't happen. They hire him as head coach. That didn't work out. He didn't even make it the entire season. And then the Jets bring him in to call plays. And I'm not saying like Michael Floor deserved to keep his job, but imagine being Michael Floor, you lose your job and they bring in Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know that they're going to be able to turn this thing around. I liked them coming into the season because I like that defense. I like Sauce Gardner a lot. I like I love the defensive line. I like Garrett Wilson. I like, you know, Brees Hall. I like some of their pieces, but that offensive line is bad. And now you have a 40-year-old quarterback coming off a devastating injury that likes to hang on to the ball way too long in the pocket. So Green Bay, they made the right decision. And if you look at the return, hell of a job, Brian Gutekinds. I was wrong. You were right. It's like it's like the movie clip, right? You're you're good looking. I'm not very good looking. You're smart. I'm dumb. That's how I feel. It's Happy Gilmore. Brian Gutekinds is Chubbs. I'm Happy Gilmore. Jordan Love Nation. You guys were right. I was wrong. And I love Aaron Rodgers, and he's a Hall of Famer. First ballot. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks, top ten, to ever do it. But it was time to move on. He's a legit, insane person, and. Um, there's a reason why Green Bay was two games away from the Super Bowl and why the Jets are a dumpster fire. And it's like, you can't, I, I used to believe that you could give a player full control. You can't, man. Look at Aaron Rodgers' wish list. Look at the stuff we haven't even talked about from The Athletic. He had Mercedes Lewis, who I do like, but like, come on, man. Mercedes Lewis, David Bakhtiari, coming off another knee injury. That's your wish list? Like, where's the young, I thought he wanted out of Green Bay because he wanted the young, talented dudes. You know, like, because in Green Bay, it was always, Oh, they could have had Odell Beckham Jr., but he chose the Rams, the bigger market, the warmer weather, you know, the better team. Well, now, man, you're playing in the big market in New York, and you're still not getting these young free agents. You're digging up the corpse of Mercedes Lewis, Randall Cobb. You're getting the same dudes you had in Green Bay. So I love Aaron Rodgers, but I think, like, this whole situation, just, like, it shows he's kind of a, he's a crazy person. And I don't think it ends well in well, New York. I don't think it gets much better next yeah. season, unfortunately. I hope I'm wrong, though. Yeah, I mean... Well, listen, the, the one thing that you can at least point to that might be something positive for any Jets fan or anybody looking at the situation is that once he came back and started practicing, there was this feeling of hope, according to this article, that, like, oh, things could get better. Things will get better. Now, I don't know how much they thought he was actually going to play this year. We talked about that a lot and said, I think this is probably too much of a risk, especially if they're not even in the playoff hunt. They never got, you know, never got to that spot. He never got back, so we get it. But, yeah, he was voted the most inspirational player. I sometimes wonder whether that's every guy voting just because, like, you can't not vote for Aaron Rodgers. He basically runs the team. The guys are looking around like, hey, who are you voting for? Hey, you, 
Yeah, yeah, I'll vote for Aaron too. It's probably a good idea. So, like, you don't want to be really the most inspirational, either, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, how many? How like? How do we know that it wasn't just everybody saying, "Well, we got to vote for Aaron. We don't want him to get on, get angry, and not like us, and we're going to be done here real soon." He's going to call us out in the media like he did Christian Watson and all the other rookie court receivers when he was over there in Green Bay at the end. So, it's it's always dangerous when you have a star running an organization that wasn't the organization he's been with the entire time. And he comes in knowing that he's been a part of something that's more successful than they've ever been because he knows he's bigger. Aaron Rodgers is bigger than the Jets. Aaron Rodgers has at least won a Super Bowl. He's won multiple MVPs. The Jets don't have anything like that. They've never had a quarterback of his talent and his success yeah. in that organization. So for him, he walks in and goes, I own this place. Look around. You guys are all bums. Listen to what I have to say. But that player empowerment can go too far because there's got to be some checks and balances there. And it's very, very clear the Jets had none of that with him. And even like moving away from Aaron Rodgers, like Robert Sala is supposed to be the guy in charge. I mean, in that building, he's the head coach. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's like he has the built-in excuse why the season didn't go the way that we expected or they didn't make a playoff push was because of the injury to Aaron Rodgers. And I get that because like last season, it was the same thing. They were just a quarterback away. You put all your eggs in one basket to bring in Aaron Rodgers. He gets hurt right away. First drive of the season. But I mean, like winning teams, winning organizations, good head coaches, Mike Tomlin, for example, I mean, Kenny Pickett isn't very good, but he also got hurt. Mitch Trubisky isn't very good. And then he gets benched and you're in the playoffs. You're winning games with Mason Rudolph. You know what I mean? Like injuries are not an excuse to the national football league. The Cincinnati Bengals lost Joe Burrow. And yes, they did not make the playoffs in a loaded AFC, but look what Jake Browning did. You know, they were still competitive. They were still right there. Hashtag in the mix with Jake Browning, <laughs> who none of us had seen since the original edition of the college football playoff. Since the inaugural season of the Cal, like I forgot he was even on this planet, let alone the backup quarterback yeah. in Cincinnati, Jake Browning. And he put up comparable numbers to Joe Burrow. And that's with, you know, Zach Taylor is a head coach. So it's hard to defend Robert Sala. And I know he's the defensive minded guy. And Nathaniel Hackett's supposed to be in charge of the offense. But right now, they all just kind of look like a bunch of dummies and they look like a bunch of excuse makers. You know, it's. It's like, well, you know, this happened and that happened. That, that's, that's not how it works in the real world, man. So um, it's it's a mess right now in New York. And, and I'm a Robert Sella guy, but I don't know if he's a head coach. Some guys are meant to be coordinators. Arthur Smith, I don't think he should ever be a head coach mm -hmm. again, but I do like that hire yeah. for Pittsburgh as an offensive coordinator. Robert Sella, fiery dude. I think he's a good defensive mind. Maybe he shouldn't be in charge of a team. We'll see. He's probably got one more crack at it next year. It's it's not just that they've got this going on too, but the Jets also like they're they don't really have any cap space right now. Seven and a half million dollars in cap space. The league average is eighteen point five. I mean, what can they do in free agency? I don't know. I kind of look at this and see a team that may be a seven win team again next year and an AFC that could only be better, right? I mean, who it's it's tough business. When you don't have a quarterback, God, you get desperate real, real quick, and the Jets are one of those desperate organizations without question would you rather wednesday next at mgm the night